0: So, Daisy, I have to ask you this question.
1: Mm. So. First of all, it's the voice for me.
0: Well, see, that's what I'm about to ask you about. You know, so. (laughs) So do you think you have the sexiest podcast voice in the game?
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I am Jared Damn in the building once again. And yes, 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 I am a day late and a dollar short getting this episode out to y'all. But if you saw my stories on IG, if you follow me on IG at It's About Damn Time Pod, I posted like, yo, I had so much fun and a great experience at the Black Podcast Fest. Uh, that I went to uh, over Memorial Day weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, got so much knowledge, got a lot of different contacts, um, just inspired, just inspired, but it took a toll on me because I was tired. Look, y'all know I'm an introvert, so I, I was able to, to get it all and deal with the people, but at the same time, I needed a day, actually, I probably need a, a couple more days, but Regardless of all that, had a great time and um, hope to kind of talk some more about the experience there, but I'm about to go to bed, y'all. I, I've I've did the, done the editing. This week's episode is great. It's in the can. You're going to love it. So I am not going to hold you, and we'll talk about all the experiences next week. All right? Sounds good to you? Sounds good to me. So without any further ado, this week on It's About Them Time, I am talking to Miss D of Double Dose of Raw Talk. She completes those four women that I've always talked about on Clubhouse that that it kind of gave me that push to keep going. And I am talking to Miss D, who is a podcaster, who is a podcast producer. She's a writer. She's, you know, she, she's writing books. Um, she's writing um, dramatic pieces for the Mermaid and Lion. Shout out to Angel in Gaza. She's doing so much stuff. Uh, so, uh, Ms. D is actually coming in to talk about her first book, um, you know, about self-love and, uh, sometimes I'm a little hard on myself, so I need self-love, but she tells her story and talks about her journey, um, on why she needed the self-love and gives tips on what we all can do to be better to ourselves. So let's go ahead and get into it. Sit back, Relax listen to Miss D and me, it's about damn time.
1: Honestly, it's like I hear it all the time, right? They slide into my DMs. I get the emails. I have my very loyal listeners who are like, oh, I missed your voice. Or, you know, your voice is this, your voice is that, right? And it kind of aligns with, and you know, I have some of these dudes, like – you know your voice it gets me like this is why i don't send voice notes even when i try and like talk real fucking messy i can't send a voice though <laughs> because i be getting like first of all don't be talking to me like that and i'm like what i do i didn't do anything i'm innocent so you know i mean i was saying the you know il2 idea to launch probably but you know.
0: You know, i mean i i like that because you know i so i, I <laughs> I've been told about this voice, and I mean, you told me on your show. Uh, obviously, uh, double dose of roll talk. I was on there yeah. a while back. Uh, it's available on all podcasting platforms, oh, uh, all over uh, streaming worldwide. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, I heard other people tell me about my voice, and it's just like, oh. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like, oh, you you switched to the podcast voice. I'm like, do I do I have a podcast voice? I'm like, so I guess I switched to it, and apparently, I just did it just now.
1: <laughs> yes yes and you know I've said that to you in the past so like okay for any you like if you know radio stations right because you know I'm from that I'm 36 so I'm from the time where a Walkman was a right, thing yeah. and you listen to the right. radio okay so I'm like I'm like a soulful person at heart like R&B vibes like jazz like the whole night yeah. right from the moment that I learned especially with jazz the moment that I learned about jazz like I just like dived right into it I say that to say if anybody has ever heard wbls okay that's the vibe mm-hmm. with jarrett's <laughs> voice and i don't know if people know this but this is like you know the it, you know it's the after dark it's like the after hours type of thing like the voice you listen to at 2 or 3 a.m <laughs> like you know when you're supposed to go home after you had your you know your mm-hmm. netflix and chill yeah, type yeah. of night you're supposed to go home because you can't sleep right. over right so like you listening to the rate like y- that's still that yeah. dose you yeah, know what that's i mean qui- quiet like,
0: door. yeah yes oh.
1: it's it's kind of like that vibe so i told you about yourself but you wasn't trying to listen to me so here i am repeating it one more time i'm giving you a double dose on you that you are one.
0: giving me a double dose and making me <laughs> i'm getting a double dose of blushing right now like i'm just like like I'm like giddy like a schoolgirl. like man man
1: yes
0: d how you doing what's going on
1: Oh my God! It, first of all, I'm happy to be here. Uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn
0: time. It is. It is. <laughs> it's about damn it time.
1: Is. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. You know, definitely these days, um, playing a balancing act of work and life balance. You know, you hear the term work life balance. This is more like work and life mm-hmm. balance. Um, I've been saying it episode after episode. Life has been life mm-hmm. and adulting has been adulting, and. There's been so many curveballs these days. And so just trying to figure out that balance to still produce this one woman show while I still manage this one woman show that's called Life mm-hmm. <laughs> of missy mm-hmm. Um, because nothing stops, right? Yeah. Even if you give yourself that little bit of space, you know.
0: No, I, I get that. Um, and, and, I, yeah. and I definitely feel life be life because uh look, just just, just to <laughs> let let the listeners know and peel peel back. Behind the curtain, I've been. It's about damn time for a reason. Because one, I talked about it like when I was on on Miss um, D's podcast, where I was, where it was like, I'm, "I'm gonna have you on. And we are gonna talk about this book and everything." And then, yes. you know, life got in the way. And I'm juggling things and trying to do a new season. And then, they trying to get into, um, you know, podcast uh, production and mm-hmm. development of other people's podcasts. So, you know, as, as I as I work into that, but then, like when I when we finally. We finally said, "Hey, we doing this." Um, call me. You, you text me on my birthday. to Make sure to tell me happy birthday. I am like, "Yo, great, glad I caught you." Since since you here, let's do this. Yeah. Then I got sick. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I life be right. Lifein'. Then I went. I went home for Mother's Day, and then you know it was the the drive going back. I was just like, Daisy, I'm almost there." Like I just he's like, look, let's Mm-mm. let's just do it tomorrow. Let's let's get yourself right. carry and and I and I needed it. I needed it. So I I greatly appreciate you for that because I was like, I was fried. I was fried.
1: Absolutely. No, and you know what it is? Like when you think about it, just to put it into perspective, right? You know, from a professional standpoint, because we're two both professionals in podcasting, yes, my time is precious, Mm -hmm. so it's yours, right? Right. But I also have to remember that I'm human and so are mm-hmm. you, right? So when I go into my professional side of things, right? Yes, I have my bosses who I have to answer to and they give me deadlines, Great. right? But I, it's also up to me to be able to speak up and be able to say, mm, this deadline is not so realistic. How about we create a timeline for things? I have to be able to advocate for myself. Yeah. And because that's, that's such a large part, a huge part of what my career is in the industry that I'm in, I would be doing a complete disservice to myself and to the people that I work with or that I collaborate with, even in this creative space to not think and remember that they're human too. And that there is self care for everyone. It's not just me, you know? So I would be doing a disservice to me and to you to be able to come on this microphone and do a bomb
0: ass fucking episode. (laughs)
1: If we're not in the right mindset, you know what I mean? You're right.
0: You're right. But but I, I really felt it because like I said, you know, you know, we're recording this in in may and in may is uh mental health um mm-hmm. you know awareness month and then and then plus you know uh later on we'll, we'll be talking about you know self-love and and what that looks mm-hmm. like and, and that's so important to to, to the mental health and oh girl that's why i have you on here because i'm gonna need your help <laughs> I'm because, because, <laughs> because i struggle with the self-care and i struggle with the self-love mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I I have been I have been yelled at for the last couple of days because I tend to shit on myself, and they were like, you know, they didn't win it. But but all right, but but before we get there, not that we really need to break the ice, since you know, since, since we just vibing the way we vibing. But <laughs> as always, I do like to do a, a, a top five, and in, in, in that top five, mm-hmm. I like to do about different things. But I I know I usually end up getting back. To doing it about uh hip-hop especially when i have when i talk to somebody who from new york you know when people it's <laughs> so about that because i look i was the weird guy in louisiana that was always like yo east coast hip-hop and they was like but you from shreveport louisiana i'm like I, it don't mm-hmm. matter give me some tim so i can i can rock em. so i gotta i gotta hear who is your mm-hmm. top five all time greatest rappers of all time
1: Which one do I begin with? Number five or number
0: one? If you got got it in order, you can can start with five to one. Hey.
1: All right. Well, we're going to start with number one because that's just... If you know Mm. me, if you know Mm. me, you know Mm. who my number Mm -hmm. one is. It's the greatest rapper alive. It's Jay-Z. It it is. Like, there's just no other. It is. (laughs) Um, Do not hand me the microphone or the Jay-Z karaoke songs because I'm going to be rapping. And yes, let's be... (laughs) very very transparent and keeping it all the way raw i do be skipping some words because some words I'm, i should not be saying
0: <laughs> but
1: i've become very skillful at that Yo. okay because i just be doing my damn yeah. thing but um yeah jay-z it's just for as long as i can remember that's like my number yeah. one yeah so it's jay yeah absolutely um i can continue yeah, go ahead. You all right yeah. here we go number two is my favorite my favorite on the West Coast is Snoop. Okay. Can nobody okay. tell me nothing? Right. I'll be vibing to those songs yeah, yeah. too. Um, but Snoop is my guy. Yeah. Like, if he wasn't married, like, I would marry yeah. him. I would propose.
0: <laughs> you propose?
1: Yeah. yeah, I respect Beyonce, so I'm not yeah. going to go that far with yeah. Jay. But... Um, you know, hove is hove. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like they get a divorce, like I would try to <laughs> totally show my shot, but um uh, respectfully to you know the queen, You're right? Be right? have don't be coming after me, whatever. But um Snoop, I totally love to marry oh. him. Um, uh, regardless of unpopular opinions out there. Um Nas. Nice. Nas is definitely that's that's Queen's greatness. Yeah. I actually saw him. August 2019 on tour with Mary Jane. Oh, yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. And went to see them live, and that's a whole vibe. That's just a whole whole vibe. Um, I'm gonna skip right over several years, and no, I'm not skipping over Tupac. Tupac is definitely on there too, and I have him right side by side with Biggie because they are our late uh-huh. rappers, so they're side by side. Um, but that's that would be my honorary double dose number uh-huh. five. But my number four is Lil Wayne. Mm. Give me those um, albums, um, Lil Wayne, huh. and and listen again uh, to a lot of unpopular opinion, but Lil Carter, what, what? No, let's not even yeah. go there. But Lil Wayne is definitely my. Yo, I feel it.
0: I love this list. Yes. I love this list. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, because
1: I'm gonna go listen to that now tomorrow morning. When it hits all right,
0: it. <laughs> I, I think I think I think I think you inspired me. I'm I'm gonna have to listen to uh, like Carter Three. Like Carter Three was was my one. Um, Carter three yeah,
1: was definitely deep. Carter three was especially
0: deep. when you know with with Wayne and uh and, and Jay Z with 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 that one like uh hey Mister Car-, like Carter like Mister Carter Say, oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that's mm-hmm. gonna be my song for, for, that's
1: gonna be the vibe that's gonna right? be the vibe
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the vibe definitely <laughs> love that list man so yeah see I, and I like it you you spread the love all the way around you know what I'm saying it mm-hmm. it ain't just just in New York you spread the
1: love it's so no, good and listen there's we got a we have some great New York rappers we do but you're talking to one that was raised with like older siblings who really vibe, vibed out with rap and hip-hop um from an era that wasn't even mine mm-hmm. but I grew up listening to that's what they would play in the house right so there's there's a whole generation of different genres of music from I was born in 85 I was listening to music from early 80s too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I wasn't vibing to my own music until mm, late nineties, two thousands, right? If you think about it, but everything else was was still bumping in my house because of my older siblings. Yeah. So that's how I knew music. Oh. Like I had no business at five, no
0: idea. <laughs> But it <laughs> is how it goes, though. It is how it goes. But when you have those older siblings, yeah, they they yeah. They, they show you the way even if the, the way ain't the, the way they're supposed to be showing you. So we are yeah.
1: Thank God I never got
0: in
1: trouble with Miss
0: Correa's class. Thank God. All right. Well, as I stated, you are uh, the host of the Double Dose of Raw Talk. Where, and I love your tagline: "You, you, you are."
1: You get comfortable. You get comfortable being uncomfortable.
0: So the thing Mm -hmm. about that is, uh, I want to know what is the most uncomfortable um, conversation you've had on your platform. (laughs)
1: That's actually a really good question. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's a really, you know, no one has ever asked me that. That's amazing. Uh, So, yes, on Double Dose of Raw Talk, we definitely cover an array of topics, right? Anything that's relevant to me and to dope-ass guests that I bring on the platform that are willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable and no topic is ever off limits, Mm -hmm. right? And so, with that said, I would have to say probably the most uncomfortable Um, episode. It's funny we're even talking about this. Um, episode twenty nine, fight or flight. That was actually not with a guest. It was me in the moment, a very reflective one of certain um news that came out on social media about certain, you know, celebrities. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a topic surrounding um domestic violence and um divorces and separations. Um, I'm not gonna make make mention of names. You could definitely go check out the episode just to know, but it was a moment where I tapped into my own experiences with divorce, my own experiences with custody battle and my own experience with, um, considerably domestic violence, right. Right. That it's not just something that is physical. There are many different forms of it. And, um, you know, we live in a world now where it's conflicting Mm -hmm. and I want to be very transparent on that. Right. Because as a woman who was very quiet about it, I, I, on episode 29, came very open about certain things, not specifics, but certain things and certain experiences, um, based on my understanding to why a certain someone is doing things a certain Mm -hmm. way or how you feel while you're living through those things. Right. Um, and that was probably one of the toughest ones because I had to decide in that moment, just how raw I was going to keep it speaking my truth, speaking my story, um, knowing that it involves my son's father, knowing that I do have a pretty good co-parenting relationship today right. um that we are friends today right. you know um and just wondering you know how how would he even take it if he ever hears it yeah. right um you know the truth is the truth and sometimes the truth hurts yeah. right and by no means am i devaluing his take on things he has his own take he has his own perception he has his own side of it right but i can only speak on what i experience, and so that has had to have been the toughest and hopefully the next toughest conversation the the next most uncomfortable conversation will be with him coming on the show that's still something i want to do It's something i've mentioned to him i would love to bring him on um you know there's a topic that i would love to cover it's how does it go from being shitty spouses to being great co-parents you know um and i can say shitty spouses because i used to say oh he was such a shitty husband but, you know, according to him, there was several ways where I was not such a great wife, right. you know, that I was a good wife, but I was not such a great right. wife. And I had my flaws, too. So hopefully that's the next, like, top number two almost yeah. uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> um, because I do think that when you're creating a platform for raw talk mm-hmm. and you're speaking your truth and your story, you... you there are some topics that, whether comfortable or uncomfortable, we should keep it all the way mm-hmm. raw and be able to address it. There's so many people that are dealing with the same thing. True. And so you never know who it might resonate with. So
0: No, yeah. it's true. I mean, you know, just one thing that I was thinking about when you were, when you were talking about that is, like, so many times people – yes – physical, you know, abuse and domestic abuse is is, is bad and, and it needs to be brought up. But a lot of times what's not brought up is that emotional abuse, um mm-hmm. as, as, as you talked about. And um I, I I've dealt with a lot of different individuals, um, that are my friends that they kind of go through that, and are just it is, and it's hard because you want to be supportive, but you want and you want you want right. to shake them like, hey, you know, get out of this. But yeah. it's 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 easier said than done. It's a whole process, and so mm-hmm. and so the, the fact that you you are talking about this and and, and, it, and it's prevalent right there that people can hear what's happening, um, it, it says a lot. Um, it also yeah. makes me want to ask this follow up question too. So it's, yeah. do you have how tough is it to have a platform where, where you're, you know, doing real talk? You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're having these these uncomfortable conversations. How how tough is it to actually try to, you know, police yourself from not, you know, giving out too much information, trying to protect people's privacy, but at the same time, you know, having, you know, being open for your listeners, for your audience on your platform.
1: I, oh, you, okay, so. Uh, I love your questions. Um, let me just say that. Like I really do. Um, because believe it or not, (laughs) even when I do my solo episodes, when I have to tap into things, um, and be very transparent, I create agendas for myself. Mm -hmm. I, and it's not that I, um, I create a script of what I'm going to say. No, I create specific pointers so that I know how to Mm -hmm. guide myself because for one, I don't, I do not want to create a platform where it's going to be Overbe- overbearing overwhelming or over triggering to anybody mm-hmm. that's not my goal right and so i've had to learn to put trigger warnings like i did that in the most right. recent um it. solita episode mm-hmm. right where it was a full circle moment for me and it was honorary to my mother mm-hmm. um for mother's day but also so revealing as to something that i just went through that's very real that's part of my life right and so i have to be able to give that trigger warning aid to myself mm-hmm. Because when I'm speaking into a microphone, telling a story of that I've lived, whether recently or a few years ago, I need to make sure I don't trigger myself in that moment because I'm reliving it, essentially. That's what I'm doing. So that's part of my methods, right, of what I'm choosing to disclose. I also want to be able to create a safe space, too right, where I could keep it raw with certain topics, but I want to be able to create a safe space with those certain topics, too. Right. Not overdo it. There is a such thing as overdo it. And the reason why I say that is because yeah, if there's one thing about me. I don't have a
0: filter. <laughs> I just don't. I
1: don't. I'm going to be honest. Like, my accountant can tell you. Shout out to my accountant. It's the, the story that it was on forever and ever and always. And I'm not going to tell the precise story because it's not my proudest moment. <laughs> but it was totally in front of her boss. And um. I just have no filter. Right. And so knowing that, right. That's been part of also what I call my self-awareness journey. It's been that too. You know, when you're creating a platform to be able to tell your truth, you have to also be able to say, how do I effectively deliver this message? What is my purpose? What is my intent? I could sit here and give so many details of so many things that, let's say, happened to me during my relationship with my son's father, right. right? Of where I felt there was moments of fight or flight for me, right? right? But I know for a fact that as much as I've coped with it, I've dealt with it, I've moved on from it, I've grown with it, and I've I've been able to sustain this still coexisting and co-parenting relationship with him and become friends on a different level, I know certain things are still a little triggering. Yeah. And so I need to be that much self-aware to know, damn, if this is going to be triggering for me still, it might be a little too triggering for someone else. Right. So maybe I, I, it's okay to still execute what the topic is. It's still okay to execute what, what the situation may be without me necessarily having to give all those details. It's like, think about it, journalism. They have to tell us a story, mm-hmm. right? But if they're going to release a video, they like to blur out certain things, or if they're going to show images to tell us warning the next few images are at your discretion and so on. This is why certain cases, they don't just show us everything, right? right? Because it could be too impactful for society yeah. and it could be a trigger. So it's kind of like that. That's kind of like the approach I also take when it comes to what I decide to keep it raw with and to what extent um, to also not only respect myself, but in the cases of guests to respect my guests. Yeah. too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, so, and, and it's rough because, you know, and I'm like you, uh, know uh, trying to trying to uh c- create an opportunity for for people to to tell their story and um you know or you know if i'm doing my soul episodes tell tell my story and tell what's going on at yeah. the, at their present moment but at the same time i'm nosy as fuck so i'm gonna be asking these questions and so it, it's you know it's <laughs> you gotta kind of police yourself on like okay i know certain things they might they may want to keep to themselves certain things you you know might want to mm-hmm. get out um so it's 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 always feel like you um, you know you walk in that line between you know just trying to give out that that genuine um you know entertainment that that people can can absorb whether they're whether they're just Mm -hmm. being highly entertained or whether they're being educated or inspired or whatever um and it's 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 always like a fine line so you and you walk it quite well so you walk it quite well
1: thank
0: you mostly because you you have so much experience doing it because I want to allude to the fact that you are over 100 episodes in, right? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Over 100 episodes, like yes. yo, that that is a great landmark. You know, you you yeah. did a benchmark. You did that, man. So, yeah. over 100 episodes in. You know, I'm I'm right around. You know. Late fifties. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come up, you know, to the to that level. So you got three pieces of advice that you can kind of give me about, you know, what I need to do to take to to take it from the fifties to the what hundreds.
1: Yes. Uh, for one, listen to some of your old episodes.
0: I'm gonna
1: tell you why, though. I'm gonna tell you why. For one, I definitely, I definitely get it. I get a kick sometimes out of like, oh my god, that's how I sounded. Oh my god, right. But I love the fact that it just shows how the growth mm. goes for us when it comes to podcasting. So that's one. Two, also to hear what the story was, let's say, six months ago, where you were six months mm. ago in a solo episode and where you are today. You know, it, it it helps also with the process of tapping in. This is the thing. A lot of people, what I realize, believe it or not, I'd be real surprised with how many Downloads and listeners, my solita episodes, really.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I know how many episodes um downloads I get with guests, right? I know right. that, but then I always tend to sustain people. I tend to sustain people, which is magnificent, right? because then they are then they're curious and they want to go and listen to, well, what is this solo episode about, which is why I try and do that, right? If I have back to back three, four or five guests, then I try to do two solita episodes, mm-hmm. right? I've tried to find a balance in that too, right. Um, also, the truth is they still want to know about Misty. They still want to know certain things about me and where I am and where my progress is or where my, where my downfall has been. Right. Because let's face it, sometimes shit happens. So why not also keep it all the way raw on that end? Mm -hmm. Right. I say all of that to say, it helps to be very reflective and to tap into that level of growth because although they probably do love the guests that you bring on and that's fantastic, they still want to know about you. Right. So why not be able to show that? Oh, referencing back to this episode to where I am today. I am so proud of that. Like this is this is where I yeah. am. This is who I am now. So it's definitely the best advice I could give is listening to those old episodes. Um, to see the progress, A, production-wise, oh. and B progress with your life or where are you today? The difference, right? Yeah. Um, so that would be two things under that. Um, you know, number one, number two would be. Sometimes it does feel like, okay, what's next? Because it's kind of like, you know, you're reaching a milestone. Right. So if you reach milestone 50 right. and then you reach milestone 75 right. and then you're about to have hundred, then what's next? Like I've literally had to sit here and have my one woman show staff meeting, which is just with me <laughs> um, and <laughs> look at my entire documents where all my episode notes are. I keep it all in one right. file and I've looked through all of those and I realized where my growth has been as far as like, what I surround myself mm-hmm. with, the pages that I follow, what meaning does that have for me? See, there's meanings to the pages that I follow, to where I am today in life, mm-hmm. right? And so that has to also be a perspective for me to say, "Well, this is aligning with where I am today. So who are these people? Maybe these are people I can bring on to the show. Maybe these are people I can bring them on because one way or another, they're helping me. Yes, you build your community, but you also need to build your network. Yeah. That's the other piece. So who are these guests you've been bringing on? Who are the people that they know that you did not even know can make an impact on you or that could even make an impact to your audience. So that would also be my best suggestion because of what's next. Well, who else is there? Who else is there that you can be more insightful with, you know, and you could give a voice to with a microphone and create that platform for them for one episode, just one opportunity, you never know what that message is going to be, but you're out of a hundred true fans. You're going to impact one. Mm. So that's what I would say. It's definitely the, the, the networking is definitely, um, revisiting, um, because that's going to help you lead the way. I would love to tell you the consistency part, you know, stay consistent don't right. stop. But guess what? I was preaching that shit for a very long fucking time until pneumonia hit me and I had to be out for a month. Yeah. So there, yeah. there went my consistency. I had to be out for a complete month, but I came back. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I would say those two things have definitely helped me continue to create and continue to be vulnerable. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I, I, I like that, especially that networking piece because, um, I mean, just think about it. How many guests have I stole from you just listening to your show? I love it. I love it. First of all, first of all, there's no. First of all, you know how
1: there's no crying in baseball. Right. There's no stealing in podcasting, okay? No, no, no. Let me put that shit out there, for one. I just totally gave you a roll of eyes. That was so unprofessional. Um, wow, what a virtual meeting. But let me tell you why there's no stealing in podcasting. Because, one, there's repurposed content, mm-hmm. right, of your own content. Yeah. Two, there's things in this world, all out in the open, in the public eye, that – any one of us can chime in to and have an opinion on, and it could be seven different opinions on seven different shows, yeah. seven different perspectives. Exactly. Right. The, you could take one of my guests, right? And I, let me not claim the one of my guests. None of them are married to me. I didn't give birth to them. My name is not on the birth certificate. Cut it out. Right. <laughs> but you could have one of the guests I had on my show and the conversation flow that happened with me could be completely different yeah. from the conversation flow that happens. Absolutely.
0: With you.
1: It's the same way if you bring back a mm-hmm. guest, well, and I have a few that are coming back. Let me just say that because one thing about me, one thing's for sure, two things certain. I love bringing back yeah. my guys. I love seeing where they are today. I mean, we we like, love
0: coming I just back. Love we it. Love com- yeah.
1: Absolutely. Oh, oh you, you, we, he's a We coming love back. coming back.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but for me, it's like, Like, why not bring someone back? Who they were six months ago might not be who they are today. And that conversation could be a completely different perspective. So, no, there's no crying in baseball and there's no stealing in podcasting. Unless you just absolutely steal the whole fucking idea and the whole fucking blueprint and we've seen that shit happen too, then you're just dumb as shit. But there's no stealing of guests. There's no stealing of topics. A lot of the topics are totally public eye. Unless it's your own personal story. And at that point, it's up to you to disclose that personal story, which Newsflash, many of us go through the same shit. We just don't talk about it or don't have a microphone to do yeah,
0: it. True. So true. now. Well, well, shout out to, to Sally and, J- and Jay Raven, because those, those are the guests that I, that I, I, love that I borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I <laughs> that love I them. That I leased. And them. now they're my people. You know what I'm saying? Now I follow and right. talk to them quite often. So. Uh, it's, that's that's great. Nice. I, I I love I love the piece of advice that you that you're giving. So, um, definitely definitely proud of you for for everything that that you're doing. Um, and and just keep it up. So, what we're gonna do now? We're gonna take a quick break, and on the other side of this break, we're gonna kind of get into why I need Miss um, D to help fix me. So maybe she can give you a double <laughs> dose of of of, of self love because I'm definitely gonna need some stuff, and and she can help guide you through some things. So. You know, yeah. Misty, D, Damn, it's about damn time. And uh you ready? You need anything? All yeah.
1: right. Okay. All okay. Right. <laughs>
0: podcast voice. No. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. No. All right. No, I'm playing. I'm this playing. Is, this is going to be I'm, Jared on WBLS no, 2.0 I'm and shit. i <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't even know when I do it. I don't even know when I switch into it. But.
1: You know when you're doing. So, mean,
0: sometimes I know when I do it. Sometimes I do know. Mm-hmm. All right. And, mm-hmm. and then, and then sometimes I'm, you know, all right. If I'm being, if I'm being real, if I'm gonna keep it real, if I'm gonna keep it, real, gonna keep it, wrong? Keep it wrong with yeah. you, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm like, Hey, um, what you're doing like, you know because i want to i want to get that voice in you know like i know the ver- you know the vibrations and everything so yeah i just i just want to see you know can i get that thing bang thang- yeah sometimes yeah
1: first of all this is not blush on my face let me just <laughs> let me just make that very clear because he has that voice he i want to know what happens when he sends voice notes like when well, he be trying to send those voice notes, I'd be wanting to know because then that means we two peas in a pod, sir, because the shit that i be getting I'm like, why are you talking to
0: me like that? I'm like, what do you
1: mean? All I said was, Hey, happy Saturday. But only,
0: <laughs> but, but you know what though? <laughs> only certain people, um, really tell me this. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if other people mm. just feel it and they don't say nothing or they just be like, mm, and, and they don't say nothing. But I, so I didn't really think it was a big deal because I didn't hear it a whole lot. Like I, probably maybe four or five people that I know yeah. really? But, you know, say it to me like consistently like here, here you go with that voice and I'm just like nah, you know, I'm just not trying to do all that I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm, just, you I'm just talking, you know and so, and so it's times like because I, <laughs> I sit here so often at this desk and so I'll I will I might put my, if I'm FaceTiming somebody, I might have my, my phone on mm-hmm. the ring light and I'm just sitting there working on, you know, my work computer and this computer and uh, let's say something to me. And, I, and, I, and the bike's right here. And so even though it's all mm-hmm. habit, so you lean in. You're like, so what were you saying again? Uh, oh, not you... not that leaning. Yeah. You
1: saw that leaning. <laughs> That's what it was. My am over here twisting my face, trying to look at how he leans in, like through the camera. He totally didn't oh, lean in. It was you know, the leaning.
0: I, I just was trying to say some stuff. And I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know.
1: So. You know what it is that I do? So here, I'm going to keep it raw. And I hope this person never listens to this episode. Right? But I have a thing. when I'm going to purposely send a voice note, especially to someone who I know loves my mm-hmm. voice. So the way I normally start it is, I just wanted to come by and to just say to you. <laughs> and I do the I just Oh. And don't get me started when I be speaking Spanish. Because that's a whole other voice note. And that's a whole other voice. I, so, I might
0: have to... Um, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to just like write out a script to send you and then you just, or you just say it in Spanish or what, something like in that voice. This is
1: why I need Jesus and I No, I'm no, sure. no, no no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 no. Let's, let's look, let's just keep that real. I mean, you, I might, I might need that for, you know, research purposes later on. So I might just
1: research purposes. You know what I
0: mean? I might need you to just just say something in Spanish in in that voice and then, you know, you know, Whatever I do with it is my business. Whatever I do with it is my business. You know what I mean? It's totally you know your mean? business.
1: And on this platform, we get comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable. So don't worry about it. It's totally your business. Respectfully, Res- respectfully,
0: respectfully, respectfully.
1: respectfully. Right. Absolutely.
0: Wait, wait, look, this is this, I. I <laughs> love this episode already because we we are we are back from break. I you know I I, I ain't even say that yet we are back from break. I'm probably keeping all of that by the way. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's amazing. I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So before I get get into self-love, I, I had a couple things mm-hmm. I want to do since we since we sit there and yes. talk about this. One, with the voice thing, have has, has yeah. everybody anybody told you to try to, you know, get in what what is it called? AM AMSR, Like trying to get in. A S M R. Have you have you seriously have, like thought about doing it?
1: I have thought about doing it. I have. Um, for two reasons. One, I um, I was definitely approached um, and I partake in collaborations with um, audio drama yeah. for a voiceover. Silver. And two, I was approached by an online radio station, um, Street Madness Radio. And so I, I definitely did voiceover for them, too. Yeah. Um, just doing a little ad for it. And that was pretty dope. And so there was this person who heard it and they were totally online. Mm-hmm and he definitely it was a heat, and he definitely approached me he totally had a whole platform a whole asmr type of thing at that point i was okay with it with the idea first of all who doesn't want to do that for a few extra bucks right um but second of all um it was interesting to me it really was and i'm gonna tell you why because he never approached me with the whole oh your voice is sexy that's not what he approached me with. It was more like, you know, you have a great voice. I think your voice would be great for some ASMR. And I said, well, what kind of content? Is it? I'm the one who said, it. I said, is this sexual? Like just sexual? He goes, actually, no. There's like mul- a whole array of things I could obviously say. And I was like, oh, okay. Like he was ready to put out a contract. He was ready to say, there are platforms for this alone that people pay just to hear your voice. There, This actually exists. It does. Mm. The reason why I didn't do it, and I'm going to be honest, is because honestly speaking, there are times where I don't want to get on the microphone. Yeah, And so, see, I'm already like breathing, right, with it. And so, just being able to be that self-aware that there's going to be times that I don't want to be on the microphone and I don't want to be bothered with that, right? Because even then, like I'm trying like right now, To book guests, to try and record maybe three to four guests in a matter of two days span, Uh right, by next week so that I have at least three to four weeks of content because I want to be able to give myself that break. Why do I say that? Because in my career space, I do do a lot of talking and I do do a lot of training, right? I do do a lot of leading and co-leading, right, and proctoring. And so when you think about that that's a lot it's a lot of the talking it's a lot of you know d- d- your tone matters mm-hmm. your delivery matters it's not what you say is how you say it and part of the how you say it is definitely your tone right yeah. um so little things like that they factor in for me so that's why I didn't go for it but I've definitely been approached I've definitely been told um I've definitely had men slide into my dm saying oh I'll send you this much if you just say this and it's like how do you even have my Cash App? <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Because I don't really post my Cash right. App. I really don't. Um, if you notice, I, I think I posted it one time for the uh, live show. Yeah, yeah. For the fun, um, for the raffles. Yeah. That's what I did. It. And so a lot of these people, they have my show Cash App. They don't have my personal Cash
0: App. <laughs> they found it. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> they was... <laughs> let me tell you where there's a well there's a way people will find it but also they just be sending shit through the the podcast one and i'm just like bro what is this for like i'm not gonna do that that's not what's gonna happen sir ma'am but you know um yeah but i've definitely been approached with it um i think that if ever in the long run like jesus says you know you need a job (laughs)
0: Yeah, I
1: may just dive right into the profession. Yo, I'm, I'm, look,
0: <laughs> I, he, I
1: don't know, but God willing, that's not my path. I mean, you know, so like I, mean, I, yeah.
0: I mean, but you, you know, I mean, I, I figure since I have two podcasts and one of them, you know, it, it's it's talking about adult content. I mean, it's, it would only be right if I if I used this voice for for uh mm-hmm. you know for research purposes. You know, of course, yeah, just yeah, to try it out, yeah. just, to, just to talk to the, that particular group of um, individuals. I, right. I, you know, I I played around with it, but I think I think the the thing about it is it's kind of what you said. It's I don't want to talk that much. I I really don't. Yeah, like yeah. like I I I totally enjoy podcasting. I love doing podcasting, but I ha- I actually hate the sound of my voice. I don't like it. I don't. Really? I, I, I'm. I'm really overly critical. It's probably gonna get into what we we're, we're talking about in a, in a second. Yeah. But I'm really over overly critical of that. Um. You know, my voice. I'm like, oh, I should have said this, or I should have slowed down here. So if if I am being paid to do this and deliver some some message, how critical you think I'm gonna be? Where well, I'm like, far more critical, right, Absolutely. Right. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be like, I, sh- I should have said. So what are you wearing instead of saying, mm, so what you got on, here? like mm-hmm. you know, like it. I'm going. It's going to be. It's yeah. So I don't know. But it's like you say. It's like if the money, right? You know.
1: Even then, like it's it's some serious work to do that. It yeah, really is. It is.
0: It is. I I, I don't I don't know if, if if I'm ready for that type of commitment just yet. You know. Yeah. I just, <laughs>
1: that's a lot.
0: One one commitment yeah, at a time. Co- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one one commitment. commitment at a time, baby. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> have time. All. No, let me stop. Let me stop. So. <laughs>
1: All right. So that's that WBLS shit. (laughs) That's that WBLS shit. He thinks I'm joking. I'm serious. I'm
0: just just over here trying to tell my story, man. That's all I'm doing. But let's get into let's get into uh self love. You you wrote a book, Miss Miss D's My Journey to uh My Journey to Self Love. So um I guess I'm gonna start out start this off first with what is what does self-love mean to you?
1: Yeah, so it is an ebook and it is my journal to self-love and it is um how I build and rebuild my confidence. And the definition that I take on what self-love is, is truly picking yourself up from your lowest, lowest, lowest point. Mm. Um, because it's one thing to know that you've always loved yourself. I've always have loved myself, but then there was a time where I put my love for someone else. Um, I put my regard for someone else, my loyalty for someone else, my commitment, um, to someone else, um, before my love for myself. Um, I tolerated too much things, too many things. I accepted too many things. I, hid i hid let me let me explain that a little bit further yeah
0: please i
1: hid not protected that person but i hid their behaviors that were not aligned yeah. or were not acceptable at all whatsoever um i was not truthful with myself or truthful with the people around me of what was happening and i closed out my doors on a lot of people who loved me and wanted to make sure I was okay. And so I hit a whole rock bottom with that, where it's like, I was so worried about people noticing what was going on. And the rock bottom definitely was, you know, separating from a very unhealthy, very toxic, very violent um, marriage. Um, violent meaning the domestic violence that was not necessarily physical. And, it was just so toxic. It was so abusive. And I led into separation. Um, there was infidelity involved. There was a whole thing that I just immediately went and filed for divorce. Once I found out all the truths and I went into some heavy ass depression, I went into some heavy ass, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I went into a very heavy ass, depressive, selfish mode where I had no regard for the fact that I had a two-year-old, you know, nothing mattered. And I went into harming myself in the sense that I was overdoing it with certain medications, Mm. um, just to knock myself off to sleep, which, you know, one more pill or two or three, God knows what would have happened. Right. Right. Um, and it's not to be dramatic. It's actually, I was actually downplaying it for a long time. But the truth is, by definition, I was abusing substance. Uh That's what I was doing, by definition, because I had no business taking those pills in that moment. Absolutely not. First of all, nothing was wrong with my molars. (laughs) Why did I still have those pills? Why did I still call in a refill? Okay. Um, I was doing things that I should not have done. And, you know, even then, it's like, you know, it, it, it just got so clouded, so blurred. It was so harmful to myself and it was a very, very low point. It really, really was. And it was not healthy, not mentally, not physically, not emotionally, like for myself. So here I am getting out of a very unhealthy relationship only to be in an unhealthy relationship with me.
0: Mm,
1: mm. And so that's where with the right people around me who figured it out, with the right people around me being supportive, I, you know, I went and I, that was my first time seeking out to having a therapist and really rebuilding myself up to that confidence. See, a lot of people compare the whole confidence thing or not compare, define it to a physical thing. You know, I'm confident because of how I look and that's fine. For me, I realized way back then that my confidence had nothing to do with what I looked. I've been almost 300 pounds and I've lost almost 60 something pounds, right? I've been confident all the way through. Unhealthier in some instances, Mm -hmm. but still confident. I still walk into a room with my chin up Mm -hmm looking at everybody in their eyes. That's never going to change. That's just who I am. The confidence really where I lost it in that moment was that I didn't know who I was. I lost all faith. I did not believe in myself. I thought I was completely worthless. I allowed someone who at one point made me feel that way convinced me of that. And then I accepted it for me. And so all of that to say, it was really just rebuilding myself from that confidence from like deep within. It had nothing to do with what I looked like on the outside. Because let me tell you something, that was actually one of my thinnest times.
0: Mm.
1: That was actually a thinner piece of me as a plus size woman. I was still much thinner, but I looked sick. I didn't look right. okay. And it was crazy because I look at pictures now where. Sometimes I share just to see what my friends say. And they're like, you look good. Mm. If only you knew how sick right, I was right. then I ended up having emergency surgery at one point, Wow! emergency surgery. Cause it was even affecting my body physically. So a lot to say to that as to what confidence is. And that's really what that ebook was about. It was me being very, very raw about a moment, right? Again, making sure I execute the message I want to execute without being too triggering and giving too much details on certain things being able to highlight what it took for me to rebuild that, you know, it's definitely your support. It's definitely your surroundings, your people, your community or your network. Right. right? right, right. Um, it's definitely the work that you do. You know, I, I have this thing where I stand in front of the mirror and sure I could take 50 something selfies in front of a mirror because that's what a lot of people do. But I legit talk to myself. I do talk to myself. I look at myself in the eyes and hold myself accountable for things. I make sure that I'm fully self-aware of where I am today. And the things I have to work on because no one is able going to love you like you can love you and do all of that for you. No one. When I say no one, I mean no one. That's the bottom line. And so for me, it just, it was definitely a moment for me to be very transparent, put it all out there bare, just like, you know, the cover. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It was, and I did that on purpose, to be honest with you. I did it completely on purpose because of... piece of the confidence people think it's oh my god her body believe me that's that's the easy part that's the easy part to just filter and make it look cute that's the easy part it's everything else it was remembering that the dark circles i had around my Mm -hmm. eyes were showing because of all the crying i was doing in hiding and i thought because i would put makeup on it it would be good and i was good i mean you can see dark circles now and it's because of you know the eyeliner stuff when I tell you dark circles, I mean dark circles. Right. I mean all around. It was horrible how I treated myself in that moment. Um, so that's really what that ebook is about. It's just an account of what I went through and how I got back up, how I, I took myself out of that. You know, it, it's about what I was able to do for me. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's my story. Like it's not by no means my expert advice on what everybody should do. It's me sharing what I was able to do for right. me and hoping that it does inspire people, um, that they can do things that are perfect for them to be able to come back up from their lowest point.
0: That That's, that's, that's powerful, like, you know, just to put all that out there um, for the world to see, because... You know, and and I've I've written you know blogs and and talked about it on my podcast. And and hell, hell, in December when I was going through my seasonal depression, hell, I was crying Mm -hmm. on the mic as as I'm as I was doing this. So it it's rough to to have that type of exposure and, and to and to be able to sit there and tell that story. But you know, I think for me, just just hearing that, it's just so many things that just resonated. Like being, it's almost like being on a Two sides of the same coin. So you know, we, we had mm-hmm. different ways to get there. That that relationship, you know, puts you in that state. Um, you know, get you start yeah. believing it. You know, what what you were yeah. hearing, what you in in that and those emotions. Me, I put myself in it. I be I mm. I literally abuse myself emotionally. Um, yeah. And, and it's into to the point that I don't believe certain things, and I, and I and I fight and 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 when you talk about you know just. You know, with the pills and, and ways on, on, on coping, mm-hmm. I rem I remember um, at one point just being in my room and had like a, a bottle, a vial full of full of Xanax. I just poured it on, the, mm-hmm. I just poured it on the bed and just stared at it. Like, is this what we mm-hmm. doing? Like, I was playing chicken with the like because it, it's only yeah. one motion to sit there and scoop them and, and swallow and, and not say anything to anybody. and, and, and so. You know that was that was a a little stairs that I was I was looking at like I was feeling and and I I I remember that feeling to be in your car and in, in a in and in have sleeping pills there just for that reason that if you if you're having a bad day and you can't take them or I can take all I can I'll take this whole all these pills I was driving around for months for mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. um and so. It ties back to what you were saying before the break where, you know, you're giving that piece of advice out, like, you know, listening to where you where you were. And, and you yeah. know, the first thing I first thing when you said that you saw my face, I cringe because I was like, I've heard my old episodes. And I was just like, ugh, but it was also one of the reasons why I go back and, and read some of my old blog posts, too, in, in, the, yeah. in that state of mind to see where I was at and, and see the growth. Because, yeah, I yeah. still beat up on myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for the record, I'm still shitting on myself. Not as much. Not as much. I used to be diarrhea shitting on myself. Now it's just like, you know. Well,
1: <laughs> now it's not a hard
0: A couple of pellets, you know what I mean? But,
1: <laughs> but you know, even that, like, that's still part of the process. Mm-hmm. And that's still healthy. You know, there's times where I sit here and I sometimes think I'm going through a rough time. Right? And and as a mother, I, I don't want him to feel it. I don't want him to know it. And I sometimes sit there and I'm like, fuck, why is this happening? Right. Um, but it's okay. Because when I think about the darkest times, yeah. when I think about, I look back on some pictures and I realize just how much he was smiling and how much I was smiling. And I know exactly the time that that was. Yeah. And I always tell myself, he had no idea. He had no idea how bad things were. I did my part. I did my my role as a mother after I went through that low point. I I did that part that I needed to do to make sure he was always good. And that is actually the reminder for me that we're going to be good. Mm -hmm. And, oh, it's not about figuring it out. You know, that famous shit that they say about single mothers, she always figures it out. It's not even that. I am professional enough in this experience of motherhood that I know it's not about figuring it out. It's that I know I'm always going to have, okay, plan A didn't work. Here goes plan B. Yeah. And here goes plan C. And I may cry about it sometimes in the Mm -hmm. shower, sometimes out here in the living room by myself after he goes to sleep, but we're going to have a plan B and we're going to have a plan C because what I don't want to do is find myself in that shit show, right? right, Where I'm so hard on myself that I'm going to end up going all the way backwards. Mm. I don't want that. I don't want to fall that low again. Right? So that's where it's part of the process. You need those moments to still shit on yourself. So, you know, I can still give myself that tough love. I can still be a little harder on myself and then applaud myself right. when I come out winning, right? And then, and it, you know, give myself that benefit of the doubt, but still, if anybody's going to check you, and I said this in an episode, let that be you. Don't let it be nobody else. Let that be you. Yeah. You, your person. You're the one who holds up that, chin up wherever you go so let that be you who's gonna check you and no one else needs to do that except be your future wife because you know you gotta take it easy on her you gotta you gotta let her
0: you know check you a few times sometimes
1: we gotta do that, that one. and yet yeah, maybe your daughter
0: oh n- now that one will check me quick
1: that will check you like yo she will check
0: so, you so I don't know if you saw this <laughs> I, I I don't know if you saw this I, I did a reel not too long ago where I was like I'm not mm-hmm. comfortable with my with my body and I've been, I've been walking I've been mm-hmm. doing this stuff right
1: I remember, right. yes, yes. So
0: I, I posted it on IG, on, on and I went to go post it on, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I posted on TikTok within like ten minutes. My, my daughter, like, I'm, I, I don't like, I don't like, wow, sir, I don't like this, this, this phrasing.
1: Not the wow, yeah, sir. like, she, like
0: she checked me hard. Like, I don't, I don't like. I mean, congratulations on you know what you're doing, but I don't, I don't like the way you're talking to yourself, Like. She checks me all the time. Brooklyn checks me all God the bless time. Her. Oh God man, bless her. Love like it. it's it's to a point, and and I I feel you where it's like oh I might cry in the shower or I may cry in the living room when he, when mm-hmm. he when he falls asleep. Oh she knows. I don't I don't care if yeah. I'm alone. She she knows and she'll look at me. You okay, Daddy? And I and I can have a smile on my face like hey, you okay, Daddy? Huh? Everything's uh, mm, good. Mm, yeah Mm-mm. yeah I'm okay. Mm-mm. She knows. She knows. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, She yeah. she checks me the most. I love it that she checks you, yeah. though.
1: Honestly, because there's times where, I, like, I found myself being like, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do this. I have to, like, how can I have done that? Like, this, and a third. And, like, you know, my son will tell me, my son, all right, relax. It's okay. You're going to be fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're perfect. Like, it's okay. It's all good. And, you know, that's that part of us where we kind of have to remember, like, in their eyes, we literally are perfect. Like, they see no wrong in us. And I I like to think that the reason why I have that you know as a blessing at least is because one of the things I promised with him is that I will always apologize if I'm wrong. That's something I never liked that my parents couldn't do. Right. Me. Right. So that in itself, I know I'm breaking a certain mm-hmm. cycle and I'm doing things a little differently. And he feels like he's a person. So even for Brooklyn, when she's able to tell you, Mm-mm, "Sir, I don't like right. that," right? Because if you were to hear her talking negative about herself, you're gonna. Oh yeah. Her. You're not allowing that. So she's, she's reciprocating that type of love to you, you know, and it's beautiful when we can have that type of a relationship with our children, right? Those people that are looking up to us, you know, and essentially when you think about, I have to say this, one of the things that has helped me with my confidence has been building that confidence and rebuilding that as a mother, Mm. that one title that it could go left at any moment. Yeah. Like, it could go all the way right all throughout. When I can sustain that confidence as a mother, before I became a mother, I was a woman. So, that confidence, I got it too. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? It's what's been able to work out for me. Because when I went through, like, that lowest point, the title I do believe I fucked up on the most was as a mom. Mm. So it, it was in rebuilding that too.
0: That's that's interesting because I, I was getting ready to ask you what, what was the turning point and how did you how did you you know kind of build up that self love and and I I find that interesting that you know with it started with the title of a mother because um I think I think that's probably where it started with me as a father like you know in in, mm. in, in my thing like I sure when you're in that emotional state. And and you you are thinking, hey, I'm going to take my life, or I I don't I don't think this world deserves you know mm-hmm. I I don't deserve to be in this world, whatever. Mm-hmm. People will oftentimes say, well, you know what, think think of your you know, your child, but in that mind state, you're not. You're like I'm doing I'm doing them a favor because they don't have to sit there and deal with this. But right. it's 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 that it's that a lot of times because you know Brooklyn lives in 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 Texas. So a lot of times they would send her here or, you know, make sure that, that I had, that I had to always be exposed to her energy. So, so now I'm at a point now where I know I can't rationalize it in my head that she'll be better off without me. She's right here in my face. And so for, mm. for me being, so for her being right there in my face and she's seeing me and she knows that I might be struggling emotionally, but, but I'm, but I'm trying. And she respects the fact that I'm trying be that title of dad to sit there and be there for her right then in in her face that's that helps push me out of that state i hate it because it Mm -hmm. it takes an emotional toll on me and and so as i'm trying to to just not cry in front of her i'm like exhausted at the end of the day but hell sleep is what i need anyway probably to help with the emotional state Mm -hmm. anyway so yeah. So I think I think it's really interesting that you that that that, that was the first thing was the, was the motherhood. So what else? Mm-hmm. What else helped to to build that self love?
1: Honestly, one of the things that happened to me too um, with rebuilding that. Was the other challenges that I had to face. So not everybody goes through this part, right? Because not everybody's actually married, right? right? With that particular story of my separation and then a divorce, right? But it was the actual divorce piece of it where shit gets raw yeah. and she gets very yeah. real. When you're in a divorce case or a custody battle, ooh, it's like no other. Yeah. And it was a reality check. You know, I was told you better get your shit together because if you go into that courtroom and they see something, you're going to lose your rights as a mother. Mm. And then it was the idea that, you know how they say, think about your child, but I wasn't right. right? I thought that this would be better off for him. Like, you know, that was the moment where the realization was, well, what the, what, mind him losing me. What happens if I'm still here and I lose him? Then what the fuck do I do? And it was that realization to buckle up. Remember, you're a mom. This is when you have to fight. This is when you have to make sure everything is safe. You know, there were other factors involved that I did not feel was a safe environment for my kid. So I really had to go to to war. I had to go face a judge. I had to be ready for whatever was going to come my way. Whatever anybody was saying about me, right? So it's kind of like finding that motivation, Mm. it's kind of like finding that purpose, quote unquote, as to why it is that I'm still here and why it is that I'm able to rebuild this confidence, right? Where do I find that inner strength? Right. At that moment, I had to find it because I had to go stand before a judge. I had to dress up the part. I had to look at this person in their face, knowing what they did to me back then. And listen, let me be very honest. So for one, I know we're totally talking about shit that is partly triggering to people. So I know that. But two, I will say it till I turn blue in the face who I am today as a person and as his mother is so different from the person I was back then and who his father is today is so different from who he was back then. You know, he is a much better person. He is with the right person who has truly made it possible for this co parenting to be so effortless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's been a blessing to us. Right. But there was just a moment where, the strength, I literally had to like, pull it out of me and that motivation to wake up to go to court to face the judges to be ready to say that's not true, or to say this is my story. And then wait until what others may say, like, how dare you say that? Or you're such a liar, or you're this, or you're that. It was really taking out all that strength, right? Mm. Um, And really being able to who I am today, holding myself accountable to things back then I was fighting myself. I was no longer fighting him. I was no longer fighting my in-laws of, oh, you know, yeah. shout out to them. <laughs> We're all friends now. Um, <laughs> I was no longer fighting them. You know, I was no longer fighting, um, the infidelity or the breakup. Yeah. I was fighting at that point myself yeah. because I had to fight or flight.
0: that yeah i love that i love i, I love that I, I, and i love that only that you're you were able to to do that and um you want to put the emphasis on the fact that people have changed and, and relationships have, have gotten better it's it's, yes. and it's sometimes something sometimes you know it's the it's the timing is off and, and the and the, the people it just does not work but you know mm-hmm. time and people and people growing in, in in themselves, things change, yeah. and, and and that's that's I've seen that happen in my life and in other people's lives, uh, for quite some time. Yeah. So, um, I, I guess look, I know that is your journey. I I love that you were sharing your journey of of, of self love, but I'm considering you a self love expert, and I need some help. So, um, <laughs> what what are some tips that you so, you may have? Like, what are, what are some things that you, you that you see that, that can really help people in in embracing. That's self-love.
1: Literally, you think of journaling. If you're not a person who likes to journal, I did this challenge even at work with one of my um one of my mentees. I said, write a letter to yourself. Mm. Write a letter to who you were five years ago, ten years ago, six months ago. Write a letter to who you were then, knowing what you know now. Mm. And then write a letter to who you're gonna be six months from now, a year from now, two, five, ten years from now. Right what you aspire to see Jared at. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, um, I don't believe I included that, de- that, that deepness into my ebook, because this is actually something that I've tapped into in the last year, um, that I've been doing for myself. And this probably, well, not probably it totally, is. so I'll make an announcement a little bit, but, um, um, the other thing that I do highlight in the ebook is literally standing in front of that mirror, it could be a full body mirror or not. Have those post with you. And you know how people sometimes write post up on a wall and it's about their creative space their brainstorming? Fuck that. Learn how to do that with your heart and your mind. Learn how to write to yourself certain love notes, certain affirmations. Here's the thing about people, right? And there's no shame in this, right? There are a lot of people who yearn to be in a relationship. There are a lot of people who yearn to be in love, who need to be with someone, Right? And I am wholeheartedly a believer that if you do not know how to fall in love with you, how to fall in love with everything that is great about you and all that is not perfect, how do you expect to accept someone in all their imperfections with all their greatness at the same time? How? You're right. So, Jared, the best way to do the self-love is. Have those post-its, put those up. If you don't have a mirror, put it at the door, put it at the place where you first look at when you wake up Mm -hmm. and make those your mantras, make those your daily reminders of how great Jared is. What, what are those things? What are those three things? Those things that you can say so negatively, how your daughter checked you. Mm -hmm. Right. So you say, for example, you did the real, you said about how you don't like how you're looking or what, have you right? First of all, what is so greatness about you? Just on the surface on the physical or well, for one there's something you have that i don't and that's height
0: let's <laughs> begin with that. but i'm not tall <laughs> to me you are so let's begin with that
1: believe it or not it's those little things yeah it's those little things right that you're that person that could reach certain heights and cabinets that i can never
0: <laughs> you know but it's those
1: little things
0: true true and true and, and I think those are action items that I've I i, I I've tried to do now like not just sitting there saying oh I don't like e- even what I just talked about before oh everyone talks about, about the voice well I don't like the way I sound maybe I was saying this too fast maybe it was that okay so let's work on it like you I got programming my phone like you know voice work where I'm where all right let me let me Go on Audacity and start recording myself talking. Just, just yeah. and just kind of work on some things. I probably should do that a little bit more often. But between between the <laughs> between that and, and the podcast, and, and now I'm trying to do. Actually, today, um, at the time of this recording, today, uh, I'm I'm going to actually do my you know burn my thousand calories thanks to my Alpha Watch. Uh, please, okay. Alpha Watch, uh, let me uh, be a sponsor. But I'm going I'm going to do burn my thousand calories, and then when I do so. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make it 100, 100 days of burning 1,000 calories. So okay, so yeah, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm I'm super hyped about that. So I, basically, after we record, finish recording, I'm getting up and going for a walk so I can go ahead and knock this on out.
1: How long it took you to tell me about that accomplishment just now, right? <laughs> about that win. What I would suggest for you for the self love piece because you you have to love Jared. How could you not? Look at everything Jared does. And somehow you managed to do a hundred days of this. Like <laughs> I could barely meal plan every week. Like sometimes life be lifey and I can't finish off cooking all them chicken yeah. and all that ground turkey. Like it'd be hard. And you sustained this and you stayed that consistent. Celebrate the win. Yeah. Celebrate every single win. That's a hundred wins right there. Yeah. The fact that you've been able to do yeah. it. And that's really where I think you should take How you build and rebuild your confidence and your self love with Jared is celebrating every single one of Jared's wins. And it's all those little wins, it's the little wins, honestly. It's not the big win. Yeah. It's not. A big win is a promotion. Yeah. Especially if that's what you wanted. But it's all the little wins that got you there. Yeah. It's all those little accomplishments that you were able to check off. That was done. I did that. Yeah. Mm. Those are the little ones. And I would say that for you because what it sounded to me just now, is like, you was trying to downplay that. Like, Oh yeah, I have to go do this. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Just because of you, I'm gonna have to go get on my Peloton after this shit because of you. <laughs> this is all your fault now. So I got to go get your stuff and go get on the Peloton because Jeremy just celebrated another motherfucking no. win. And I'm over here complaining about getting on the Peloton. Yeah. I'm bugging. No, I
0: mean, I mean, but, I mean, I guess you're right. Cause, cause you don't really know who you inspire. Um, based upon these small wins, and and that's I don't right. I don't do such a great job at celebrating the small wins. But but when but when they happen, you yeah you, you gotta kind of just kind of you know rock out to it, you know. So that's right. I've been, I've been trying to do more on reels to sit there and celebrate. I'm, I know I'm gonna probably put yes. something together as far as a reel tomorrow where I'm gonna post it and yes. be like, look at me, y'all. Yeah, you should
1: yeah. absolutely and and make that your love language with yourself.
0: Misty, this has been an absolute pleasure. I love, I love talking to you. You are always welcome to come back. Always. Oh, I always will. and forever. Like, so
1: <laughs> I'm declaring nope, you got it. <laughs> let, me, let me go. Let me go put it. Let me go book your
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. You got the link. You got the link. So, but before we go, tell everybody all the wonderful things. Let them know where they can find you.
1: Yeah. So I'll actually make the announcement here because I definitely sneaked in the little announcement in the last episode. My journal with anxiety will be released at the end of may right. and it's definitely a, a trigger warning but also um a more positive outlook on the things that i've learned all throughout what this has looked like from the very beginning from the first panic attack i ever had uh, which i did share a little bit on episode 102 mm-hmm. um on my podcast double dose of raw talk podcast mm-hmm. and
0: available, um, on all uh,
1: available on all platforms yeah. yes and um But I do want to be able to share what has helped me. And even all throughout my most recent attack and my most recent episode with anxiety, um, what I've continued to learn and had to kind of like revamp and reteach myself. Right. And and tap into new coping methods for me, Um, because life be life and we change and things come out our way so differently. I've been able to actually include that um, in this ebook as well. So that will be at the end of the month. Um, but yes, you can find my show at double dose of raw talk podcast on all streaming podcast platforms, uh, and my store, which contains my first ebook, my journal to self love and the double dose of raw talk merch store, which will be getting new items. Um, a little revamp and a new look is at www.doubledoseofrawtalk.store. Um, check it out. You could definitely support. Check the ebook out, but the next ebook will be out at the end of this.
0: So month. excited! And I think and then announcing it here on oh, it's about damn time. I love it. Oh,
1: I, I did. Yeah, oh my I god This it. is
0: my first one. Yo, I'm, I feel like super important now. I feel super important. I'm breaking oh news and stuff. Like, yo,
1: you know what? I'm actually gonna send it to you once. Like, it's already released. I'll send it to you like a couple of days before so you can read yeah. it. Um. Yeah. As so I would love to actually send that over. Um. Let me, let me just say this. This is, this is how much reliving and retelling your story happens. I think it was in part what triggered my most recent one to have to relive a lot of the stuff uh, and have to tap into it, which is fine. I accept full responsibility on that with myself. Yes. And I've apologized to myself for that because there were other things happening in my life that I wasn't facing to fix right. it. And that's something that I recently preached on an episode. Um, I wasn't facing what was going on around me and and fixing it to the point to not allow it to affect me. So it was just like a bunch of shit happening as I was, you know, tying in all the loose ends on this um second e-book. And just so you guys know, it's the second one. There will be a third Ooh. one. And when that one comes, I will probably come back on this microphone. That's what I'm talking about. Um, talk about. Because that one's going to be my journey with my sexuality. Oh. Um, and that's definitely something I take a lot of pride in tapping into of, of just how comfortable I am. In that space, so you know more to come on that, but definitely you know we're we're releasing we're releasing more and more more and more stuff, more and more good stuff so, I love yeah. it
0: I love it, yeah come yes. come back for that yeah, let's 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 do that Absolutely. I love it um yeah it has been an absolute pleasure it has oh. been Thank you so very much. See now you gonna have you gonna have me twitching this voice like all the time now. So now I'm just, I so, don't want to hear so, it just like so that. So now, so now I, when I when I text you, I'm I'm not gonna text you anymore. I'm just gonna leave voice notes. Man.
1: Not fuck like that. I expect voice notes yeah, from you. Yeah, like voice that. messages from now. You you gonna you gonna you gonna perfect right, this. So
0: <laughs> I, I'm gonna hit you when I, when I wake up in the morning because it's really all yes. It's like good morning, Daisy. why you entertain me I don't (laughs) understand I love it here (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) thank you for joining me this week on this about damn time hey if you like what you heard follow this podcast on Facebook Twitter and IG and join the conversation on this week's episode link to all my socials in the show notes You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.